Welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today I am joined by Sandy Warner. Sandy is the former county administrator for James City County. He retired in 2010 after 14 years. Sandy received a bachelor's degree in education from Trenton State Teachers College, which is now the College of New Jersey, and a master's degree in administration from George Washington University. He honorably served his country as a United States Marine Corps Infantry Officer for 21 years, retiring as a lieutenant colonel. In 1979, he began his distinguished career in public service with Fredericksburg City Public Schools as business affairs manager, and two years later, he came down to our area and joined the Williamsburg James City County Public Schools as the finance director. In 1985, Sandy served as the general manager for the James City Service Authority. In 1990, he became the James City County Assistant County Administrator. In 1996, Sandy was appointed County Administrator by the Board of Supervisors. As County Administrator, Sandy helped guide James City County through the Jamestown 400th Anniversary Celebration and was instrumental in bringing new economic opportunities to the community, including the development of Newtown and the opening of the Walmart Distribution Center. During his tenure, Sandy has skillfully overseen tremendous changes in the economic development of the county, the expansion and improvement of the Williamsburg-James City County Public Schools, emergency services, infrastructure, environmental programs, and other projects and services for residents, including Freedom Park and the building of a stadium at War Hill District Park that bears his name. Altogether, we are talking over 50 years of exemplary military and public service. Once he retired, he was, however, not content to sit at home and golf or go fishing. He then served as the interim county administrator of Gloucester County, Isle of Wight County, and King William County. Then he decided to help out the Peninsula Airport Commission as the executive director and most recently served as the interim county administrator of Surrey County. Wow, Sandy, that's a lot. Well, yes, it is. But uh, thanks to uh, my uh, experiences in James City County and, of course, obviously uh, some of my military experiences, it really helped me uh, to uh, continue to serve uh, citizens throughout the Commonwealth. Uh, One of the things I found so gratifying in James City County was an engaged citizenry, a number of boards of supervisors who were forward-thinking, and as well as an exceptional professional staff to uh, help carry out the uh, the board and the citizens' vision for the future. One of the great things about James City County is that uh, the citizens and the board and, and the staff have been engaged over the years in our comprehensive plan, uh, which sets the uh, tone for a vision for 20 years. And from that comprehensive plan, is developed the uh, five-year capital improvement program, which has provided much of the uh, fiscal resources that have allowed uh, the building of many of the things you mentioned uh, in my introduction. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate in the leadership role of the service authority uh, to try to get James City its own uh, reservoir, uh, known as the Ware Creek Reservoir. Unfortunately, it failed in 1989 on an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. That year, the Supreme Court did not take uh, any new cases. Uh, We had a permit issued by EPA 
upheld by one judge and it was then appealed and we, we lost at another level and that's why we were going to the Supreme Court. And since that time, the uh, service authority has developed under its leadership uh, that followed me, uh, the groundwater treatment plant, and are currently pursuing other water alternatives to serve our citizens. Uh, I want to mention one humorous aspect. When we were pursuing uh, Ware Creek, uh, a federal official said, if you would stop people from coming to James City County, you wouldn't need the water. Oh. Uh, which I used in my testimony before <laughs> Congress on, on this issue uh, back in the uh, late, late 80s and early 90s. Uh, other things that came out of the comprehensive plan and then our capital improvement program are all of the investments that the board has made in public education uh, through many of our, our new schools. Uh, Warhill comes to mind. We acquired the Warhill property, 588 acres, in 1996. We had intended to originally land bank it because we were developing Freedom Park which that land had been provided through a development uh, process proffer. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were thinking that that would be the active uh, park. Well, it turned out there's so much archaeology up there and history, particularly of uh, the free blacks uh, in James City County, that uh, we abandoned that as an active park, even though it does have a, a mountain bike trail and the go ape. Mm -hmm. It allowed us then to develop Freedom Park, to reconstruct the Free Black Settlement, uh, the Williamsburg Botanical Gardens there. So we then shifted to the Warhill track, and now we have uh, the sports complex there, we have the stadium, we have Warhill High School, and we have Thomas Nelson Community College and the Law Enforcement Center. And again, the Board of Supervisors was very proactive in ensuring that recreational needs were being met and entered into an interesting arrangement with the Williamsburg Indoor Sports Complex, uh, otherwise known as WISC, mm -hmm. uh, to provide a uh, public land for a private venture. But the children who are served by WISC follow the same uh, discounted rates uh, if they cannot afford to participate. Mm -hmm. uh, we took Warhill out of uh, land development, and the way we acquired it is the bank that owned the land uh, nothing was happening. They were they were actually losing money. And in 1996, it was actually my first recommendation to the Board of Supervisors that we acquire the uh, the Warhill track. And obviously, there's still plenty of opportunity there to uh, put in other public infrastructure. And again, I think one of the, the great things was we were able, again, with the board's support and the citizens to uh, have Thomas Nelson Community College Williamsburg campus there. Mm -hmm. And I don't think many people realize that the local government in where a community college is housed is responsible for all of the uh, preparing the site, the sidewalks, the roads, the telephone uh, communication lines. The state then builds the building and obviously hires the staff. But it's a significant investment, not only huh. of your land, but the development process. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, we also had the opportunity through a bankruptcy sale to acquire what is now the uh, Chickahominy Riverfront Park. Uh, a reporter for the Virginia Gazette said to me, uh, 
the property's up for sale. The timeshare company is getting rid of it. It's out of bankruptcy. What are you going to do about it? I said, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I then went to the board and got, obviously, permission right. to, to acquire it through a, a bankruptcy sale uh, in Florida at a significant discounted rate. And river access was always critical in our comprehensive plan. We have these uh, mighty rivers that surround us, but we only had a very limited public access uh, up uh, at the brickyard off uh, Forge Road. Mm -hmm. So we got that. And then I was fortunate enough to know the owner of the Jamestown Beach campground and had said to him, if you're ever going to sell the property, let the county have a chance to acquire it. And after we had acquired the Chickahama Riverfront Park property, he said, I didn't think you needed my property anymore, but uh, I'm willing to uh, enter into a negotiation and sell it to the county lock, stock, and barrel. So we bought the uh, what is the, uh, the Jamestown Beach Campground, obviously the marina, uh, and all of that land. And we partnered with the uh, Public Trust for Land Preservation, uh, and again, we had that as the site then for the commemoration of the uh, 400th anniversary of the founding of our country at Jamestown in 1607. Right. And at the park is where President Bush came and, and led the Virginia Symphony right. uh, during his presence there. And so in the world of economic development, the marina site is now where the county's EDA has invested with the board's support. Uh, and now you have the Billsburg Brewery there. So uh, during my time, the board, again, invested in uh, public lands for recreation and uh, opportunity to serve many, many aspects of our community mm -hmm. with ball fields. And there's a rowing club there. And, there, you know, Boy Scouts use it to camp out at the Chickahominy Riverfront Park uh, in, in a turn for cleaning up the park. Mm -hmm. The other things that uh, we did with the board's leadership is we invested in a rebuild of Fire Station 2 that serves the Roberts District. We built uh, Fire Station 5 down serving the Monticello-John Tyler Highway corridor. Mm -hmm. We moved the Emergency Operations Center, the 911 Center, away from inside the 10-mile range from the Surrey Power Plant. That's now up in, in Tawano. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we started to plan during my time the new law enforcement center, which is now up on the, uh, on the Warhill track. Right. We also, thanks to the uh, exceptional staff that we had here, we were able to maintain a, a positive uh, fiscal position under board policies that enable James City County to get triple A bond rating. Uh, we have it, and we're known as a triple triple. It was uh, one of the last things that I was able to participate in before I retired as the county administrator. But it's a hallmark of the board working with their fiscal advisor, their financial advisor, and the staff to enact policies dealing with uh, debt service and, uh, un and fund balances that enable the county to be able to compete for favorable ratings uh, when we do go to the bond market for investment in public facilities. Other public facilities that we invested in with the board's support and the support of the city of Williamsburg and obviously the school board was building new schools to support our growing population. And I note that many, many of our facilities are now getting to be stressed according to what I read in the paper. So mm -hmm. again, 
a forward-thinking board of supervisors with their uh, cohorts at uh, the city council are getting prepared to take the schools into the future to meet our, our demand. Also, we participated in a lot of regional activities. Uh, the Virginia Peninsula Regional Jail was located in James City County. It serves uh, Williamsburg, James City, uh, the city of Pocosin, and the county of York. Uh, we closed back in the uh, 1990s. Uh, we closed the old uh, jails. We were getting overcrowded, and we were uh, paying a premium to uh, house inmates in other facilities such as Virginia Beach, etc. So the communities got together and then with state assistance financially uh, built the, uh, the regional jail. And then we were able to participate with a group to build the Merrimack Center that serves juveniles from, uh, at that time, I believe, 17 jurisdictions. And one of the interesting things is the regional jail is located on property that was originally gotten from the uh, Department of the Navy. And to get that land to be used for the regional jail took an act of Congress and the president's signature to be able to uh, transfer the land from uh, VDOT use to use for the regional jail. Hmm. It had a reverter clause. If it wasn't going to be used for the transportation purposes, it was going to revert back to the United States government. So uh, hmm. it, uh, again, it, it creative uh, leadership of Boards and, and staff and other jurisdictions helped us to uh, get through the political process to get the land deeded. Also, we are in what is known as the Virginia Peninsula's Public Service Authority. Uh, those are the uh, counties and cities that participate in solid waste collection and our recycling program, our curbside recycling program. We also have a, a transfer station at our closed landfill off Jolly Pond Road. So, uh, again, it, it's a partnership, and obviously the recycling market for paper is under stress because of uh, China no longer taking uh, that product. Mm -hmm. And obviously uh, I read in the paper some of the initiatives now on how to continue to sustain our recycling program. Uh, we also participate in a variety of other regional activities. We are partners with Williamsburg and York County in the regional library. Again, we were fortunate enough to be able to meet our growing population demand, and we built the library in the Croker area on Croker Road. And Obviously, the uh, library demand is up, and again, as I read now, there is more interest again in doing some other uh, library-type expansions. But again, a, a lot of this goes back into, again, vision of the, of the population, the citizens' vision of the board, and being able to bring to fruition these items. Same thing happens in economic development. Uh, we were fortunate enough at one time to uh, attract uh, John Deere, which was building the uh, the Gator uh, vehicle. Unfortunately, due to North America a free trade agreement, they were too much over capacity, and because of certain uh, structures, they needed to keep their plants open in the, in the Midwest, and so they closed ours. Mm -hmm. But we also have had uh, up there a lot of other significant investment. Uh, uh, we had Abbott Medical, which has been acquired. 
They provide uh, supplies for OR operations, heart, lung type of thing. We also have uh, Nicewood, a local company, builds cabinetry for some of our upscale malls, uh, the shops. We have uh, had in the past a couple of companies that were doing uh, solar photovoltaic panels. Uh, We have a bank headquartered up there in uh, our Commerce Park, in our uh, park down by uh, Bush Gardens. We have the Walmart Import Distribution Center, and uh, the stuff comes in through the port and then goes to the other distribution centers. And so right now, uh, they're probably getting in for the summer the Christmas uh, stuff, and then when December rolls around, they're taking in for the spring uh, and summer sessions. Yeah. So we have been very successful in attracting some economic development, the the large stores and, and distribution centers. But at the same time, uh, we've been very active in, in small business. Uh, the backbone of America has always been small business, mm-hmm. and we've been very fortunate to have uh, small business in the area of uh, uh, Newtown and, and Settler's Market. And obviously, as I count the rooftops that have occurred in uh, in Newtown, again, the investment of the board in uh, helping to jumpstart Newtown by agreeing to build the uh, courthouse uh, in that area provided some of the necessary infrastructure for uh, stormwater uh, and and the providing of water. One of the interesting things is that the, the courthouse was built in James City, but then through what is known as a boundary adjustment, uh, that land was then transferred became part of the city of Williamsburg. Uh, Williamsburg historically had always had a courthouse going back to its founding, and they really wanted to have that. And and in the negotiation, uh, they provided uh, monies toward the courthouse, and but they uh, eventually the courthouse went through the process and a friendly boundary adjustment was made. So the courthouse and the underlying land is in the uh, city of Williamsburg. The other items that I thought I might just touch on are where do we go in the future? And again, the comprehensive plan process, which I'm so proud of, uh, we've involved surveys using Virginia Tech. Uh, We've had focus groups. All that has occurred because the board really wants to hear from our citizens. And again, when you hear from the citizens, uh, you know you need to uh, be able to respond to them. And again, I think uh, open dialogue in James City County, uh, transparency was uh, one of the hallmarks, I think, of of the time I served with with James City County, and it continues today. And this Mm -hmm. podcast is just another example of Mm -hmm. that. I also think that the the great joy of serving James City was it is so rich in history, so rich in uh, beautiful land, that we were able to preserve uh, land through the purchase of development rights, the acquisition of the land that we converted into parks, uh, some of our bikeways. We've just done, I think, through the citizen engagement and the board of supervisors and, and obviously the staff uh, supporting uh, the board with documentation and research that shows that these are worthwhile investments. It's just a hallmark of James City County. And there's a, a book about James City County history called James City County Cornerstone of the Commonwealth. Uh, this is where it all began, and I just was so fortunate to be able to serve as the county administrator and, and work with so many uh, organizations and individuals across the greater Williamsburg area. 
uh, obviously the historic triangle we're all in these partnerships these regional partnerships we all work together to serve to serve our citizens and uh, there's nothing better to uh, look back now and 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 see uh, the fruit of my labor uh, the boards I've served and the staff who uh, I deeply appreciated in enabling me to serve the county for uh, 25 years. Well, it is amazing when you think back, especially in that 14 years that you were county administrator, all of the changes that happened. What was the population like? And I'm putting you on the spot here, but what was the growth of the population in your term? Oh, we were growing about 10% a year. We were one of the fastest growing communities in the Commonwealth of Virginia. It was us and uh, obviously Loudoun County in, in, in Northern Virginia, the, the city of Suffolk in, in the Hampton Roads area. But when I first arrived with the schools in the uh, early 80s, the population of the county was roughly 48,102. Wow. And now we're in the in the low 70s. Right. And, and if the comprehensive plan bears out, we're going to be in, in the next 20 years in the hundreds. You have to be able to adapt and plan for what is happening, and that means uh, you need to be prepared to invest in in water lines mm-hmm. and and wastewater lines and stormwater management, uh, and obviously public facilities to serve the the growing need for children for schools, uh, recreational facilities, fire stations. How do you respond? Because growth occurs, and I had a board member say, you know, if people want growth to stop coming to James City, then his quote was, then let James City County go to rack and ruin. In other words, don't make it a quality community. Don't have quality facilities. And because then people don't want to come there. Right. And some of our growth comes from people who are actually fleeing other jurisdictions where the amenities Mm -hmm. of of that community uh, are, are not there. And we also have people fleeing legitimately from places in other parts of the country where they have a significant tax burden from a variety of taxing entities. In Virginia, your taxes, your property taxes for real estate or your personal property on, on your car or your airplane or, or your truck, whatever the case may be, that, that source of revenue supports all of the investments in both education, public safety, parks and rec, planning, stormwater management, capital projects. Uh, And so people come here because it's basically a a low-tax community Mm -hmm. that offers a wealth of opportunities and amenities. Well, I think that if I had to choose one word to describe you, I would probably choose, well, two words. I would choose visionary and I would choose brave. Because I think that with a population exploding like it did during your time, that there are probably county administrators out there and boards of supervisors out there that would say, okay, you know what, we're just going to cope with what we have. We're going to do Band-Aids. We're going to, you know, just cope with growth like that. And you chose not to. Well, I think, again, it goes back to the comprehensive plan and, and the, the five-year plan for capital investment and, right. and, and needs. Obviously, when the recession occurred, uh, the board came to me and said, you know, we're really going to have to tighten our belt. Right. And during that time, uh, obviously, uh, 
we eliminated a lot, a lot of positions and a lot of nice to have. Right. And obviously the staff and staffs everywhere. Uh, there were no pay raises going on. Mm-hmm. Things were people out in the community were losing their jobs as, right. as their companies downsized. Incomes were being shrunk, and so you cannot have a joyride on that citizen right. who is suffering. So, you know, we had to make some tough choices on positions that were eliminated. And obviously we eliminated, you know, some people would say, well, it, that's the fat. No, that, it wasn't the fat. Right. It was just things that people wanted, we were able to provide. But when you started to prioritize, you said, no, we can no longer do that anymore. Right. Uh, but you never give up on on moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you adapt and you know, you, they say you tighten the belt, and then uh, when things get better, you, you incrementally improve. You don't, right. again, rush to something right away. Right. Uh, and again, the, the vision of the community, and, and I keep going back to the comprehensive plans because that's what it is. It's a 20-year vision. It gets updated every five years. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the, the board had invested in uh, – organizational development, it invested in strategic uh, management planning. So uh, we were focused on responding to the needs, but also realizing that we are also uh, creatures of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the government structure, uh, the federal government. So you have these other rules and regs, laws you have to follow. And again, when they're starting to feel the pinch and we're starting to feel the pinch, uh, you just got to do the right things uh, for the right reasons. Right. And we've been very fortunate to have you. Well, I want to find out a little bit more about what you've done since you've so-called retired, because there have been a lot of interim positions that you have held. Now, in my mind, I picture a Superman cape and <laughs> A local jurisdiction has their leader has retired or left, and who are they going to call? Oh, Ghostbusters, too. That'd be a good one. (laughs) They're going to call Sandy Wanner, who's going to come in and take care of the ship until they're able to find a permanent county administrator. A county employee here in James City has said that uh, my wife must keep me in a in a kind of in a glass case like a fire extinguisher and (laughs) if someone needs the fire brigade they break the glass and pull sandy out i like that Uh, in these places i've i've entered you have to i've been interviewed it's not like oh no right jump in and in gloucester that administrator took a job in another virginia county okay so i covered the eight months of the search for for her replacement and the board at that time in Gloucester was emphatic that the person had to come from the private sector, no local government experience. And then, hmm. ironically, they kept me on for an additional month to <laughs> vent, to mentor him in local government. Right. I then walked out of uh, Gloucester and literally the next day started in, in Isle of Wight. Uh, that administrator uh, retired because the new board members that were coming in had vowed they were going to fire her. So okay. uh, she retired. She retired before that occurred, uh, and so in Isle of Wight, my uh, duty was really to get the new board members up up to speed on local government and, again, make sure that the staff feels that I'm not there to 
get rid of people. I'm right. there to, to, as they do their search. And I was right. there, I was in Isle of Wight uh, seven months. Right. You weren't a fixer in any no. way. I'm there to calm the waters with right. the staff who th- worry about, is this going to be a staff upheaval? Mm-hmm. I meet in my first month with every board member that you know, were in these groups I've served to find out what their expectations are, what their what their issues are. Mm-hmm. You are the administrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have all, and of course you belong to all the organizations that you have to represent the community. And I walked out of Isle of Wight into King William uh, and covered their search. And actually, uh, I was asked by the board to do their search. Oh, wow. Uh, I was there for six months. And then I went down to the Peninsula Airport Commission to cover the executive director's uh, paid administrative leave mm-hmm. uh, during the VDOT audit of the of their alone that they had used uh, for what the state said was improper. And then that person uh, lost their job during that period of time. So I was at the airport for eight months. And again, I was asked to lead that search. Mm-hmm. But the commission, at least at the end, gave me some opportunity to have someone from the aviation community look at my finalists to see if I had missed anything mm-hmm. in, in their qualifications. And then I went into uh, an 11-month kind of a uh, slumber in a sense. Um, and uh, and then in September last year, Surrey County reached out and asked if I was still doing this type of mm-hmm. stuff. So I went to Surrey County, covered their search, uh, which lasted uh, six months. I did not do that search. And I left uh, Surrey on the 31st of uh, March. I'm also active in another way. I teach a local government summer institute at the mm-hmm. College of William & Mary it's a two-week program where I expose undergrads to every aspect of local government, including elected officials. And after their two weeks intensive classroom, they are then placed in six-week unpaid internships in local government. And I've been really gratified that James City and Williamsburg and York and Newport News and and Fairfax and uh, Hanover have been helpful in placing uh, the students. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's kind of getting that next generation. This because I believe that local government is where you have the greatest impact, and you get to see your successes. Obviously, you get to see your failures, mm-hmm. and you can correct those pretty quickly. But uh, <laughs> local government is uh, is just a wonderful place. But it's not the place if you don't like being in a fishbowl, right? Uh, because everybody sees you. And uh, years ago, I used to. Uh, do a uh, a television show mm-hmm. on on the county channel called Board Recap, where I would recap for the citizens uh, what transpired at a previous board meeting. And I remember one day going to a food line, and this woman raced up, "It's you! It's you!" <laughs> and because uh, she had seen me on TV. So, uh, and again, I, I believe in being visible in the community. I've served on a variety of United Way mm-hmm. agencies, and uh, I'm currently serving on the uh, uh, Greater United Way of the Peninsula. Uh, when the Williamsburg one merged with right. the, with the Peninsula one, so I'm I'm still active. But, Absolutely, uh, but, but local government is really where it is. Now, so what's next? I'm just getting ready for my summer course okay. <laughs> right now, and uh, have no other plans. Okay. So you're available, is what you're saying. <laughs> if there are but other I, I jurisdictions, don't, I don't do any recruiting, and I also don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to drive long distances. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, Sandy. I would like to especially thank you for, because our listeners don't know this, this is the second time you've recorded this podcast with me because I forgot to push a button. And in the podcast world, pushing all of the buttons that need to be pushed, pretty important. 
Yes, it is. Uh, and I hope the folks also realize that I had another opportunity to work with you years ago. Yes. And, and actually, when you were pregnant, yep. you were at a, a, a county <laughs> facility and were fainting and I caught you. You did. You have saved my life more than once. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Sandy, as you know, I have to ask you a couple of fun questions. I'm going to ask you different ones, though, than you were asked the other day, because that would not be fair. So first one, what was your least favorite food as a child? And is it something that you like to eat today? My least favorite was Brussels sprouts. Oh, gosh. But, yeah. but I do eat them occasionally now. They're like popular now. Yeah. They're on menus. Yeah. Ew. I, I didn't like them, and I was forced to eat them when my parents took me to the minister's house, and, <laughs> and I unfortunately uh, threw up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yuck. Okay. What is your favorite sandwich and why? My favorite sandwich, uh, I like the Reuben, and I, like, huh? and I actually like the turkey Reuben. Okay. Uh, it's it just, you know, it's a great mix of the, of the meat and, the, and the, the cheese and the dressing and, the, you know, and the rye bread. It's just, you know, Perfect. tastes like it. Very good. Well, Sandy, thanks again so much for coming in and sitting and doing this again for me. That's all right. Don't let it happen again. Okay, I will try not to. <laughs> all, the, all the buttons have been pushed. We are good to go. Thanks again, Sandy. You're welcome. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll be sure to never miss an episode. Also, go to our website. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to find all of our episodes, as well as a form where you can give us feedback, let us know what you like, what we can improve on, and also future show ideas or guest ideas. We would love to hear from you. So that wraps it up. And thank you so much. And we'll talk with you next week. Mm-hmm.